Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
my word, Desmond, I here on the Humble Farmer, thank you for listening. I heard that on one of those television radio stations, you know, if you don't can't find anything on television, there's sometimes music you can listen to on channel eight fifty. So I heard this and I said, Wow, and I immediately wrote it down. Till the clouds roll by. What economy? Desmond played with such economy. Impossible to believe. So few, few notes. Exactly the notes you want to hear. I keep seeing something that says, three people on Facebook unfriended you. Do you believe that? Three people on Facebook unfriended you. If it's only three, I can't be writing enough of the things that need to be said.
You can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Right here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. That was Mulligan and Getz and Peterson, of course. Getz and Mulligan were noodlers, weren't they? Very meaningful noodles that they did, though. Has this ever happened to you? Has this ever happened to you? A good friend dies... Your eyes fill with tears. You take out your handkerchief and dry your eyes while thinking, that's three of my favorite books I'll never see again.
said, that's the end of that. I don't even know who that was, do you? Wouldn't you guess Stephen Grappelli, Oscar Peterson, Niels Hennen, Orsted Peterson? I don't know, I'm just guessing. You might have to think for a little bit of time before you understood why in the world anyone would be climbing a New Hampshire mountain in a blizzard in December. The answer, of course, is they are climbing that mountain in New Hampshire in a blizzard in December because the ice is not yet thin enough to break beneath their snowmobiles. Playing 
something I used to listen to quite a bit when I was a little kid. Which reminds me, the other day I was singing a song, and I was quite surprised to learn that my wife Masha, the almost perfect woman, had never heard this song. They sang it over and over. All alone, all alone, nobody home but me. And I thought everyone knew that song. Anyway, I found it. One of my uh, Facebook friends showed me where it was, so I'm going to play it for you. As soon as I unload this, and what I'm going to tell you, it is something I read in my computer the other day. And what do you think of this? Listen to this. I read this in my computer the other day. It said, I am the only one of my contemporaries I know who, in his old age, has not become bitter and disillusioned with mankind. It is signed, The Humble Farmer, Satirist. Daily viewers, the Colonel speaking to you live from the Grange for British Imperial YouTube Broadcasting. Do you've got a single-sided Victor record, All Alone by H. Von Tiltzer, sung by Ada Jones and Billy Murray with orchestra number 5846. Here we go. Everything here is wrong. 
All alone. When I heard that, I was probably too young to understand the words, everything except all alone, all alone, nobody home but me. And it must have been 70 years ago, must have been around 1943 or 44 that I heard that record at my great uncle's house. That was recorded in 1911, because I can't understand why my wife had never heard it played on the radio. I like those old things, do you? They seem to stick with me. I can understand them better than the things I hear today. Every morning, I try to ride my bicycle 10 miles. It is one of the most difficult things I have to do all day, and it would be much, much easier if I had a tape recorder in my pocket and those little earphone things so I could listen to someone telling stories in French or German or Italian or one of, one of the languages I like to hear. Did you know that riding a bike for an hour without listening to language tapes is very difficult? That's because for every minute of that hour, you are alone and forced to spend some time with yourself.
Django here on the Humble Farmer. Where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. I am the Humble Farmer at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear from you. At the age of 77, I finally did something stupid, hurt my back. I did it by throwing myself backwards on a ride lawnmower trying to get enough traction to mow a bank in that bank in across the road from my house by by, uh, by Montgomery's house. Don't you do it. I visited the doctors and I had x-rays and I had an MRI. I had therapy. And for a month I gobbled codeine and drank prune juice and I walked around with my eyeballs only about three feet from the floor because I, I couldn't straighten up. I went to sleep. I went to sleep sitting up on the edge of my bed because I couldn't lie down. I was so much pain I had to sit down to cook my rolled oats or emcee a show. I couldn't stand. I had to sit. Even then, it, it was annoyed me. Yeah. It is my understanding that the picture, the MRI picture, revealed a broken bone that was rubbing up against a nerve in my back. I was told that the quicker I got the bone out of there by surgery, the better off I'd be. Good. But by the time I got around to see the surgeon, I had to be reminded that something was amiss in my back. I was doing 10 miles every day on a two-speed bike. This doctor and the surgeon took a couple more x-rays, put his hand on my head and said, Heal! Because I asked him to do that, you know. He put his hand on my head and said, Heal! And he sent me home with the caveat that the pain might come back sometime, but that if it came back, it would probably go away just the way it came. I suppose the reasoning in some medical circles is, if the man is 77 years old and is able to kiss his knee and ride a bike 10 miles a day, and if he has to be reminded that he has a bad back, don't mess with it. Because I was a wimp and never played sports, I didn't tear a ligament or break a bone until I was 77 years old. The surgeon told me that I had a young man's disease. When I got home, I told my wife, and she looked up with great expectations. Yes, everyone is different, so the same might not apply to your bad back. You do what your doctor tells you to do. I'm just telling you what I did. You do what your doctor tells you to do. And remember, too, that there are second opinions. For years and years, I've helped my friends with this and that. But now, <laughs> finally at the age of 77, I can smile wistfully and say, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. I have a bad back. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.
Mm-hmm. The genius of Lenny Bro. Lenny Bro, a big brother to Denny Bro, who lives up in Lewiston and who plays all around Maine. We just heard his big brother, Lenny Bro. Although I've never seen Duck Dynasty, I'm aware that Duck Dynasty is a show about guys with whiskers. And here I'm just venturing a guess, but I would guess that the people in this show probably pretend to be a lot dumber than they really are. I've seen them. I've seen pictures of them. They dress just like Bowdoin professors trying to fit in at the common ground fair. And now we read that one of the Duck Dynasty people got thrown off the air for saying naughty things on the air. All this means to anyone who thinks about national television is that the controversial comments by Who's It's on this show is nothing more than a cleverly contrived scheme to boost ratings of Duck Dynasty. I mention in it here, it's getting more press. They probably told this fella, Hey, uh, you say this and that. We'll kick you off the show, and we'll give you so much money you'll never have to work again. And our ratings will go through the roof. I'm waiting for the next time it comes on, because I plan to watch it.
Ghana. Here on the Humble Farmer, thank you for listening with any luck at all. I'm here every week at this time on your favorite radio station, playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Seems to me as Dick Cash used to sing a song with the words, What I Say, What I Say. And sure enough, I found it in Wikipedia. What I Say or What I Say is a song by American rhythm and blues musician Ray Charles, released in 1959. On the same page, we read about another song. It says, The gospel and rumba influences combined with the sexual innuendo in the song made it not only widely popular, but very controversial. And of course, that's how you write a song that sells, mix the gospel with sex, and you have got a winner. I remember, wasn't too long ago, when kids used to go around singing, Jesus Christ Superstar hoping it would shock adults. I remember this very well. No one enjoys songs or stories with a bit of verboten sexual innuendo like children, unless it's women over 60.
sounded like Coleman Hawkins, I can't be sure. Can't be sure much of anything. As I say, with any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time. You've probably heard of the man who shot his stepdaughter who was coming in through a window. The man thought it was a burglar, so he said, and she made his day. I wonder if you have ever heard steps in your home in the day or night and wondered who it was and then be startled to see a friend or relative who says, Hey, hey there, my car broke down out front of your house here. Can you give me a ride home? Anyone who thinks about this should keep a loaded pistol handy. Sooner or later, some relative or neighbor that you could well do without is going to knock at your door. You can shout, Hey, come on in! and then stand your ground and blow them away when they enter. If you think about this critically, you certainly realize that it is your word against someone who is very unlikely to testify. If you read the newspapers, you must realize that I am not the first person to consider the inherent possibilities in standing your ground. Thank you. 
Well, I suppose I can say thank you for listening. Catch you next week, I hope.